Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillan, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within, and welcome to part two of Ever Considered Day Trading. You remember I talked about a few things, about 90% of people or traders actually lose in the market uh, simply because they don't put the time and effort into to their trading um, and have the knowledge, and they go down roads of reading books and you know, surfing the web to try and figure out how to day trade. So this part, I want to actually talk to you about how do you become a full-time trader. It's a little bit different, uh, but it is part two of ever considered day trading. So I'll just move my paperwork around a little bit. But how to be a full-time day trader earning your income. Now, it's essential that you combine a high level of knowledge with experience and skill. And I was only chatting to one of my staff today, and I said there's a difference between information and education. Information is just dumb. Uh, it doesn't mean you're being educated, and that's really where um, books and the websites that you go into, it really they're just giving you information. Information does not build experience, and it does not build skill, and it's not education, it's information. There's a huge difference, and that's one thing you need to understand. To, you need to have it embedded into you, so experience and skill can't be things that you just get by reading a book. You have to physically do so without this combination, your probability of success over the longer term is extremely low and why 90% don't actually make money. So unless you're prepared to commit a lot of time, effort and resources into it, then I suggest day trading is not for you. A word of warning or a simple word of warning is that the market does not take kindly to those who attempt to take shortcuts and not gain the required knowledge, experience and skills. Basically, they don't care what you know, or the market doesn't care what you know or how good you think you are. It just does what it does, and it will take your money without any remorse. So if you don't have what it takes, or have, or have what it takes to be a day trader, or you don't really want to commit to, to, to doing what's required that much, then what can you do? It's a very simple question. Now to me, the, the simple answer is being a professional trader doesn't actually mean you work every day on your trading. It simply or, or you, you, you or you on the computer every day trading. It simply means that being successful at trading is generating your income and paying for your lifestyle. Whether you do it for one day or for you know, one day in a month or 30 days in a month or, or 22 days roughly, which is uh, business days in a month, is up to you. But day trade or trading professionally doesn't mean trading every single day. So as I said, this is a very important distinction about trading. And one I suggest you consider carefully if your intention is to become a professional day trader. Now when I teach, oh, I'm teaching students in our Diploma of Share Trading and Investment and our Advanced Diploma of Share Trading and Investment all the time, that if your goal is to replace an income, for example, let's say $100,000 a year, this does not mean you have to make around $2,000 per week from your trading. All it means is that the total profits from your trading activities over the course of one year needs to total around $100,000. So you can make that in one trade or one month. It doesn't make any difference whether you do it over one trade in one month or 12 months and 500 trades as long as you make the $100,000. The goal is the important thing, not trading every single day. And that's a really, really big issue with day traders or people trying to trade. They think they've got to trade every day and have these set amounts they're going to make every week. Now, looking at your trading like this, rather than taking, so looking at your trading in the bigger picture about having to make the total over a year, rather than taking the micro view that most people do of having to generate that $2,000 a week for trading activities, makes a dramatic difference to the psychology you take into the market and more importantly, how you trade that market. It's really essential you get this point because, as I said, so many people chase the market because they may have only made $300 this week and next week they're trying to make up 
the extra plus what they normally should be making and then it puts more psychological pressure on them they make more mistakes they lose more money so you need to really understand this statement uh, if you're considering trading the market for uh, your profession basically time commitment trading can be time consuming and day trading as i've alluded to is very time intensive if you work full time then this is not an option for you and i'm sure your boss will not appreciate you taking time out to make money for yourself on the time that they're paying for you now, and i'm being very serious when i say that you seriously need to ask yourself how much time you have available each day to devote to trading the markets now this should include educating yourself because i'm always learning and, and pretty much every professional trader i know is doing the same thing it also so educating yourself researching the market doing the paperwork and actually trading if your answer is one or two hours then maybe uh, then i'd suggest maybe day trading is not for you and you should look more at medium term or at least end of day trading like do your analysis at home place your trades for a day um, or a week or six weeks um, my research is and when i deal with brokers all the time is that the people that trade less over the longer time frames actually make more money so another one you need to look at is um, risk management. If you've been listening to our podcast and reading our articles long enough, you know that first and foremost in, in my book, risk management is, is first and foremost in my book. In day trading, it is normal practice for this to be leverage trading, uh, which means you put a small amount of money to gain exposure to a much larger amount like currencies, FX, um, CFDs, those sorts of things, options. In this situation, you cannot use normal stop losses that you do for your shares. For example, with leverage trading, you need to decide if you're going to use a fixed percentage stop loss, let's say 1% or 2% of your trading capital, or maybe you might even prefer a fixed dollar amount. Yeah, and there really is no right or wrong answer here, as each individual trader will have their own preference based on how they trade, which is why education and experience are so important. The bottom line is you want to keep your risk consistent on every single trade. The one thing we know, uh, or that we should know when day trading the markets, is how much we will lose if it all goes against us. Now, why are we doing that? Well, because day trading, because in trading, this is the only element that we can control. So it's really advisable to take control. Remember, the only thing I can control is getting in or getting out. So once you're in, the only way I think control you have is to get out. So therefore, you need to make sure you're doing risk management correctly now things you might like to consider now in, in in essence i could write several articles and books on and podcasts on this subject uh, in fact you know, a whole article just be written uh, about first formulating a strategy for yourself before we even get into how to trade um, and there are a few pointers that i strongly suggest you consider number one don't ever limit yourself to just day trading view it as short-term trading instead remember quality over quantity and what i say to the guys is if you want to speculate and maybe day trade for a bit of fun or challenge or whatever else do that with a small percentage of your portfolio maybe 10 percent the rest you do medium and it works very very well that strategy uh, number two it's all a matter of probability nothing is 100 percent except that it is 100 percent certain that you will have losing trades accept it get over it you will lose on some trades there is no one size fit all fits all strategy and you need to understand that even if you have a 70% winning rate that around 30% of the time you will lose trades so you need to have a strategy strategies to deal with it as the losses will occur at random times number three back test there is this is um, something you need to drill into your psyche and yes it may seem dull and boring and yes it may be time consuming however you do not ever fall 
in do, sorry, ever, do not ever fall into the trap of underestimating the immense value of this pursuit in testing your strategy and yourself. As I said earlier, if you're not prepared to do the work, then don't day trade. It's pretty simple. It's only via back testing that you can gain. Sorry, uh, it's only via back testing that you can gain confidence in your strategy and in yourself. Uh, number four, ignore the larger time frames at your peril. A fatal error uh, that the 90% of traders constantly fall into is ignoring the monthly and weekly and daily time frames, especially the first two. Weekly and monthly that is, is one of the biggest mistakes I find most people make. They are vitally important as they provide longer term direction. The intraday time frames like tick charts and 15 minutes, 30 minute charts should only ever be used as execution time frame if you're a day trader only. If you're more end of day or, or more medium term, you don't even need to worry about that. It would never go past or below a weekly um, chart. Day traders will need to go into daily charts. Um, there is no, but what you, basically if there's no clear direction on the market, then don't trade. It's as simple as that. Becoming a successful trader, whether day trading or position trading over a short to medium term, is definitely a journey and not something that happens overnight. So be patient with yourself. Uh, remember, knowledge, experience and skill. The main thing is really to enjoy yourself and profit from the journey. Lastly, do what the 10% do. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within, and you've been listening to Talking Wealth. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation.